Okay, good morning. We are still doing Hilchas Pesach. I do need to go back for one short moment to Tav Pei Vav. I apologize. For Shir Kazayit. Okay, something important. Um, just to clarify or make an actual correction, thanks to uh, Moshe. So, number one, when it comes to um, all these halachas of shiurim, it's all based on volume. So, I just want to point out, it can, goes by volume as is when you eat. If it's talking about tuma, it's as is wherever it touches the tuma or is whatever. But when we're talking about eating, it all goes by when you eat, how it is. So, in other words, normally, um, you look at the object and it's if it's full of water, it doesn't matter. If you take a dried, a dried f- uh, fruit or a fresh fruit, it goes by how it is. So it'll be the exact same matter, but if it's dried out, it shrinks. So that changes the shear because it goes by volume. And water, when it's absorbed, makes it bigger, and then the volume is bigger. Um, if you take a fluffy piece of bread, okay, so if you take a fluffy piece of bread, if you look at it and there's no air pockets, doesn't look like Swiss cheese or maybe some some sourdough bread or some some breads have you see air pockets. But if it's just fluffy but you don't see air pockets, then it's as is. That's how you define the shear. The only time you would squeeze it or is to get rid just to squeeze out the air pockets or you subtract the air pockets. You do your best that you can to uh, to estimate Cutting, you know, removing the air pockets, but you don't, uh, you don't have to squeeze down the bread. Now it comes out of kula. It's up to you. Let's say you want to eat. Uh, someone needs to eat, rather. Someone needs to eat, for example, on Yom Kippur. It goes in both directions. Let's say you need to eat on Yom Kippur, and you want to eat pachos pachos mikishir. You can take a big piece of bread that's way more than the shear, more than kateva tagasa. Could be two beitzim, whatever. And you smash it down with your hands and make it really, really flat. And it can now be less than the shear. It's all based on when you eat it. It's, um, so that's something just about uh, volume. Uh, right? If it, it's from based on the mission on Uktin. And you can take a piece of meat. Some meat, you cook it. It gets bigger. And some meats get smaller. It doesn't go by when you bought it from the butcher. It goes by when you sit down to eat it after it's already cooked. Um, okay. On this topic, I heard yeah. Shem Rav Moshe Feinstein that they asked him, yeah, does, does, does the air pockets, the little bubbles inside of a matzah count towards the volume of calculating the share of the matzah? And he said, I don't know what you mean. What? So they cracked open the matzah and they showed these little bubbles. He goes, of course they count. So they measured the matzah when, when figuring out the volume. They sprayed it first with silicone. So that when they put it in the water, you're getting the full volume of the matzah that, that you were about, <coughs> including the air bubbles. The, right. The so it is a question how far, how small. Again, microscopic air bubbles don't count. It's got to be where it's like really nikar la'ain. Not, so it depends. It's, it's going to be a little gray area on how small. Okay. Good. Well, point. Um, something else to, important to consider because we're talking about Pesach at night. So when you eat the matzah, chilas matzah, the first matzah that you eat, the, the first time you eat matzah, that's going to be the araisa, the first kazayit. That's the only thing that's the araisa. So when you do the first kazayit, that's when you want to be more machmer. When you go on and you eat, let's say, two at the beginning and two at the end to be machmer for all the chumras, so then you don't necessarily have to be so strict. 
So the Shulchan Aruch writes in the beginning, uh, writes in Arsiman, you eat a, a half of an egg. But there's a Machloket Rashi Rambam, is a Kazayas one half of a Beitza or one third of a Beitza? It's a pretty big difference. Uh, yeah, so I double checked. It was the, um, the Gra that who says it's not such a big difference. He actually seems to say it's the same, although that's hard to understand. Whether you say a third or a half, it depends if you count the shell or not count the shell. And he explains that's why by Erevin he says you can go by a third, and here he says you go by a half. One he's talking about a klipa, one he's not. Okay, whatever. But anyway, what I wanted to point out was, for the first, if you're only going to eat one kazait for the night, then you want to make sure to eat at least half a beitza, the bigger shear. And if one, if you're going to eat two, so then some say the first one should be half a beitza and the second one should be a kazayas, uh, a third. And some say both can be a third because you're going to eat them all within kadeachilas pras and you can combine them. So at the end you're having at least a half. Um, just to complicate things a drop, and then we'll move on. I'm going to send a picture of some shiurim in case you want to have actual milliliters and grams because they measured out grams. Pe- people took, you can do it yourself. You can crush matzah before Pesach, machine or hand, whatever you're using, and see how much milliliters it fits up, uh, fills up, or how much it weighs. And then you can always calculate that going forward once you, once you have that. It's easier to calculate grams in the future once you calculate it. But I'll send out a thing. But I just want to point out, there's also a big machlokas between Chazanish and Rav Chaim Na. And that's another, if you want to be, Mikardin, I think most posts can say, you can follow Rav Chaim Na, and his half a beitza, and his shlish, one half, one third of a beitza. But one might want to be machmer um, at least to have one kazayis according to the Chazanish, according to his half a beta, which is going to be bigger than Chaimna's two, uh, two one-thirds. But uh, I'll send out a paper. With, uh, if you have any questions, feel free to... Um, it's semi-clear. <laughs> okay, but I don't want to spend too much time on that. Unless you want me to. But Okay, so let's go on where we left off. Tav Pei Chet. Uh, base. Taf pei chet, uh, base. Behalal, afilo asara, korin ke'echad. When it comes to saying halal, you're allowed to have even ten people saying it. Taf pei chet, is that what I said? Taf pei chet, se'if base. So then, whenever you're saying halal, you're allowed to have one chaz. Now, we're talking about in the olden days when one guy, one chazan would say, Hello and the Motsi, everybody. And everyone just answers, uh, whatever, Haluka or whatever they answer to each stanza and then they're Yotzik. That doesn't apply. Nowadays no one does it like that. Everyone says it themselves. The only, the only time you do have that by Ashkenazim is by, uh, by Hodu. So, no, 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 I take that back. Ashkenazim, everyone says their own, every single word. So nowadays this halacha doesn't even apply. But if you were to have one person say halal and someone else just be yotze through shomea kaona, then you're allowed to even have ten. You're allowed to have more people. Um, that's in contrast to kriya satara, um, because we don't say two voices. You can't concentrate. You can't hear because everyone's excited and happy to say halal or to pay attention and say halal. But anyways, okay. Uh, let's go on. Gimel. 
Motzi'in Shnei Sfarim V'korim Barishon Chamisha Gavrei Okay, so we take out two Sifrei Torah for leaning in the morning Right, we're doing Shacharis over here And you have five Aliyahs Right, because it's a Yom Tov The Parashas Bo Min Mishchu Okay, it's from Parashas Bo Ad Me'eretz Mitzrayim Al Tzivotam Okay, the Maftir is Kori Basheni Parashas Pinchas Uvachodesh Arishon When you read about the Karbanas of Musaf Umaftir Yeshua Ba'etahi. And then we read the Haftarah from Sefer Yeshua. That's the story of Bresmila. We just pointed out when we left Egypt, right, they're talking about Pesach, they're talking about leaving Siyat Mitzrayim. So they didn't do Mila, um, all the years. And now there's a big, uh, one of the, probably one of the biggest days ever of Jews doing a Bresmila all at once. The, uh, Mishnah Bura points out the Minag is to add three extra Psukim from from Perak Gimel, just to point out that uh, Kadosh Baruch Hu says we're going to go into war, into battle, and there's going to be lots of miracles, and we're going to be Matzliach. Mazar uh, Tashem, the same nowadays as well. Okay, um, let's go on. Umit Palim Tefilat Musaf, and then we read Tefilat Musaf. Davin Tefilat Musaf. Ve'ein Maskirin Geshem Mikan Ve'elach. So according to um, uh, in we say you don't say Tefillah Segeshem anymore, right? We start from now on, already starting from the beginning of Musaf, we start saying Mori Ratal. Um, many, and that's I believe how, uh, I'm assuming that's how Hasidim do as well, but I think most Ashkenazim do, as mentioned in the Mishnah Vura, that you don't, you don't change. They, for the beginning of private Musaf, they still say Mashi Varuach Mori Geshem from the winter. And you only start after Tfilas Tal during Chazar Rashats. Okay, so it depends on the Menagan? Okay, so whatever the Menagan is in your show. But uh, whenever, it depends really when the Chazan, the Shalich Tzib, or somebody announces, the Gabai, that now we're starting. That really depends on the Achraza. So by Sephardic shows, they always do Achraza before, and I guess it depends on your Ashkenazi show. If they do achraza before, just make tefillas tal, tefillas geshem, that'll be their achraza. But by, by mincha, for sure, everyone's on the same page. That's not a question. Okay. So too, when it comes to, uh, once you reach Cholomoed and on, uh, we also make the switch where you don't say v'tein tal umatar livracha. Okay. Haga. So in Nusach Ashkenaz, they mentioned the Psukim for the holiday. Um, Svarim do not. Uh, the question is, do you mention um, do you mention the Psukim for the Karbanos? Right, we let, we read them at the at the, Hafta, at the Maftir. Do you also include them in Musaf or not? That's cloak it. Follow your sitter. Okay. Um, everybody agrees, though. If you don't mention it, you're a hundred percent yotze. As long as you mentioned in the holiday, Chaga or Chaga whatever the holiday is, you just have to. As long as you mention somewhere in the middle, then you're you're good. I'm surprised there's any that has a musaf where you're not mentioning the carbon that you bring on that day. Yeah. It's uh, that's the minag of Yosef uh, Kara. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, Aleph. I think I, th- I double. I forgot to check. I think the reason is it, it's kind of like a tirchad itzibura, or it's just um, 
Anyway, it was it never became the minag? Okay. Aleph. Uh, Tav Pei Tet. Okay, now we're getting to the second night of Pesach and Sfira Omer. Oh, how exciting. So Aleph. Belel Sheni Achar Tfilas Arvit Matchila Mispara Omer. When do we start counting Sfira Omer? It's from the second night of Pesach, right? It says, Shabbos. That's after the first day Yom Tov. That's what Shabbos refers to. Okay. Now, you want to start the bracha, you want to say, you want to count Sfiras Omer as early on once it's completely Vada'i night time. Um, either there's reason, Magdim and the Mitzvahs, you don't want to forget. Mishnabura says, so that you get the whole night in, so it's more of a Timimus Tiana, it's more of a full night. Okay, but you obviously have to wait till it's completely dark. But the mitzvah is clearly all night long. You're allowed to say this mitzvah, you're allowed to count all night long with a bracha. That's not a question either. Okay, what about women and avadim? So we know it's a mitzvah asay shazaman grama. So certainly it's just optional for them. And um, this happens to be a machoket. Some say by uh, by svardim, they don't, uh, women do not say a bracha. Because it's a mitzvah asay shazaman grama and it's only optional. By different Ashkenazi minhagim, I'll just point out there's two main minhagim. Some say it's a chova, some say it's a reshus, depending on your minad. In other words, some say that women accept it upon themselves to make it into a chova. Uh, I think most of us assume it's reshus, but whatever it is in, in, in your community. And as far as women saying abracha or not, so many used to write that, it's, or many did write that it's uh, that they should not say abracha. Like they looked around and the minhag was not to say abracha, and they said better not to because there's an assumption that uh, women, they don't go to shul every night. So eventually, after 50 days, for sure they're going to forget. And then it won't be a full 50 days. That's one reason. Or they don't understand what they're reading. They're just going to daven it. And if you don't understand the words of counting, you have to understand, you can. You ought to count in English. You ought to count in any language you know. But if you count in Hebrew and you don't know what you're saying, it's as if you didn't count. Because counting by definition means you understand you're counting. You have to understand what day it is. So, so anyways, and so many women, so it just became the minag to make it safe for everyone to avoid problems for the tzibur, is not to say the bracha. Uh, other poskim say that uh, nowadays women are a little smarter, and or even in the olden days, as long as this individual lady knew that she was going to prob- you know, have a, uh, understand what she's saying, uh, as far as forgetting or not, that's a whole question. Um, but anyways, machlokas, if a woman lechadchila should say a bracha or not, uh, among Ashkenazim soldiers. Leave that. Okay, let's go on. It's a mitzvah, I'll call Echad Lispor Laatzmo. And it's a mitzvah to count Sviras Omer. Everyone has to count on his own. And it's a machlokis if you're allowed to just, uh, Ka'ona, listen to someone else count and have a mind. If they have a mind to be motzi you, and you have a mind to be yotzi through them, Normally, and for the bracha of Sfiras Omer, there's no question. Of course, you could be Yatsev. We always say Shomayak Ona. But for this mitzvah, it's an individual mitzvah of counting, not just uh, davening a bracha. So therefore, it happens to be a machloka sarchonim. Most say b'diavid, you are Yatsev, and you're going to. And if you don't, so if you listen to someone else, lechatchila, it's better to count yourself anyway. Again, without a bracha, because you're Yatsev already. But if you didn't recount, you are Yotze and you start count, and you continue counting the next night with the bracha. So Mikardin, you do say Shomeyak Ona as well. 
And just to point out this mitzvah, again, some people have a, say a whole l'shem yichud beforehand, so it's important to not say it's a mitzvah daraisa. Some mitzvahs say it's a mitzvah daraisa, but it happens to be a machlokas if nowadays daraisa darabanan, but most of us hold it's certainly only darabanan, because we don't have a base of migdash bringing karban haomer. So therefore it's only darabanan. And we have to say the bracha la and the and and the um, and the counting itself uh, standing. And first you say the bracha and then you count, right? Over that's always how it is. Um, just interesting to point out that it's a um, it's just a dindarabanan to stand. Okay, it's only uh, it's it's like a hidder mitzvah that Chazal said that whenever you you do a mitzvah you should be standing. And the be and it applies to all mitzvahs. And what's just interesting in particular is the source. Again, it's just it's a drasha. They made it up, but they made an asmachta on the pasuk mehachel chermesh bakama altikre bakama or bakoma. So that's actually they made the, the source for all mitzvahs in the Torah they're, they're, to stand up. Is comes from the drasha is based on Sfiras uh, Omer. So it's just interesting. Okay. Vesofer hayamim vehashavuos, and you, when we count, you count the days and the weeks. So obviously, in the first week, all you're doing is counting days. But once you hit one full week, from then on, you're also counting weeks. Vehashavuot. Bayom Arishan Omer hayom yom echad. Ba Omer. So it's interesting. I don't know who put that in over here. Ba Omer. It happens to be a machlokas. Do you say when you're when you're saying the words? You say the, when you're counting, do you say Ba Omer or La Omer? Now, Mikar Adin, you don't have to say either. As long as you say today is, and you know you're counting Sviras Omer, you're 100% Yotze. And if you count one night, and you say, we're going to read it again in a moment, and you say, someone asks you what day it is, and you say Hayom, whatever, and you don't say the words Ba Omer, La Omer, you're not allowed to count again with the Bracha. Because you're 100% Yotze if you leave out that word. But just Lechatchila, what's the proper Nusach? So, I looked in that Mishnah Bura, I'll just point out first, he says, most say, to say La Omer. So I looked in the Siddur, Ashkenazi Siddur has Ba Omer. So whatever, I don't know if it's Ashkenazi or Hasidic, but, uh, yeah, I know, I'm just joking, of course it goes by Minhagim. And, uh, so, but I'm assuming most Ashkenazi will say Ba Omer, but anyways, do your Minhag. In a Siddur by Hasidim, Unesach Svart, rather, and by Svartim, it says La Omer. Okay, and I've heard before someone say both. Uh, even the rabbi says both out loud. Not exactly sure, but everyone has to wait to hear him count twice. But, um, okay, so some of Machmer to count twice. One saying Ba Omer, and again saying La Omer. Uh, I'm not sure exactly why either, because either way you're Yotze. Okay, and you're counting up to, that's the minute for La Omer, you're counting towards the, to the Omer. Okay, and let's go on. And then when you get to seven days, as Yomar Hayom Shiva Yamim Shem Shavua Echad Ba Omer, and then you start counting the week. Uvayom Shmini Yomar Hayom Shmonayamim. So first you count how many days it is, and then you say Shahim Shavua Echad Viyom Echad. And then you say it's one week and one day. Omer. Well, I'm just reading what's written in my version of the Shulchan Aruch. According to Nusach Ashkenaz, I believe it's Ba Omer, and I'm assuming by all Svardim and Nusach Svard, it's going to be La Omer, but I didn't check every sitter. But, 
So it depends. Some say la and some say ba. But I'm just reading what it says. V'chein. Ad shi'agiyal arba'a asar yom. When you get to the 14th day, you say hayom arba'a asar yamim. Right? First you count the number of days. And then you say shehem shenei shavuot ba'omer. And then you say two weeks. Uh, uh, two weeks. And this is how you count uh, all 49 days. Now actually, Ba'omer is inserted after saying the weeks. That's how Ashkenazim do it. If you go and look in a Sephardic Seder, it says Ba'omer in the middle. Like it says 14 days Ba'omer, or La'omer rather, and then it'll say Shehem Shnei Shavuot. Whatever. Again, doesn't really matter. Um, okay. Whatever your minag is. Base. Im taru b'yom me'unan. Now, how, what happens if you thought, it was, if it was cloudy, and you thought it was already tseis ha'kochavim? Uberchu al sfiras ha'omer. And you said the bracha on sfiras ha'omer. Chozrim lispor keshetechshach. So you have to count again, because if you counted at three o'clock in the afternoon, just because it was cloudy and you thought it was dark already, it doesn't count. You have to count again, and of course with the bracha, because you're totally not yotze. Now, we're going to see, it's a little confusing, and both can discuss, what does it mean, uh, you said it, uh, you said it early. Does it mean you said it before plaga mencha, or after plaga mencha? If you said it from shkia and on, it's clear from the shulchan aruch, you're 100% yotze. As a chumrah, you should wait till tzeis, or repeat it again after tzeis without a bracha. But once shkia comes, whatever shkia is, it happens to be our shkia is different than Rav Yosef Karosh shkia. But anyways, whatever shkia is, from that point on, right, we pass when the sun goes down. So then, from then on, you're a hundred percent yotze, and you don't count again. If you say it, if you said it before plaga mincha, you're for sure not yotze. It's if you said it between plaga mincha and shkia. That's where it's, it's a suffix, and probably the best, it's a machlok at achronim what to do. I, I would probably say suffix brachos hakal, but follow your, uh, uh, whatever you think makes sense, or your psak, what you get. On both ends of the day. Um, in other words, if you said it too early, but also if you almost forgot. If, well, everyone says towards the end of the day, or the night, right, on your way on, on the day that's leaving, if you said it until shkia, Everyone says your Yotze 100%. It doesn't even matter if you said Avdala. Let's say it was, it was Shabbos afternoon, and you want to say Marav early, and you want to do Avdala early, right, without candle, obviously. You could still do Sfiras Omer afterwards, because the day is the day. Mishnah Bor talks about that. The day is the day. Um, it doesn't matter. Davening is one thing, and the day is the day. The same thing he says over here. If you accept Shabbos early, I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but if you accept Shabbos early, and you daven marav early and everything early, you can still say um, for the previous day sphira. And if you can't sphira now, you're probably not yotze. So you'd have to count again after nightfall. Just because it's Shabbos doesn't mean it's uh, the, the day changed. It's too uh, right. It's also an Indian of being mosif. So uh, for Shabbos, it's not exactly the same thing. Can't change the mitzvahs. And if a person's machala Shabbos, it's the same thing. It's it goes more by the day than when you when you daven. Okay. Um, someone who's Shabbos, Shabbos, does not get. Does, does not get put to death. No, no. Okay. 
Now, really, what you should do is wait until it's 100%. And that is the proper thing to do. Okay. Gimel. Yeah, uh, let's do Gimel and we'll do Amaris. It's very much connected. If a person davens with a seaboard during the day, again, it's a question, what does he mean? Does he mean before or after? Uh, means before or after Shkia. Um, or, in other words, here he means, does it mean before or after? Um, yeah. Sanctified before Shkia. Right. Anyway, so it's a, it's a question, what does mean ba'odiyom mean? But it very well could be only after shkia. I mean, ba'odiyom means before tzeis. It's probably what it means. Mona imahen balo bracha. You count without a bracha. <coughs> Starting from shkia, he said, well, whatever it is, you count without a bracha because it's too, it's, it's very possible too early. For you have to wait till tzeis. For the new day we're talking about. V'im yiskor, you make it tonight. V'im yiskor balayla yivarech v'yiskor. And as long as you remember, uh, at nighttime, after it says, then that's when you count with a, with the bracha. But you have to make it tonight. That when you count the first time, it didn't, didn't work. You're just, you have to specify, then it doesn't, then it doesn't work. And that's why you're allowed to say it with a bracha later on. If you don't specify and you just count after shkia, then you can't. But it is a question, and um, I'll double check what different poskim say Lamaisa what to do uh, as far as after shkia with the without a bracha. Haga vafilu ana amen al berkas sekahal. Even if you answer amen to someone else who says it with the bracha, imayadaito shelo latzeis yachzo yivarech yispor belayla. Just have in mind that you're not, even though you answer amen, have in mind you're not being yotzei the the bracha. You're not being well. It's a tonight. If really it's too early, it's and you're going to remember, if you're going to remember to say it after it says, then you have in mind that not to be able to say it through saying Amen, not to be able to say it through, uh, through saying by counting at all. And then later on, since you had a made a whole tonight, it's, you know, we say you're not Yotzeh. Okay. Uh, I 